0: Welcome to the Linglestown Life podcast, where our community seeks to love God and love others. Here you'll find timely teachings, important conversations, and encouraging devotionals to improve your life and help you deepen your faith. In this sermon, Pastor George preaches about telling us all we are leaders. This sermon was originally preached on December 4th, 2022 at Linglestown Life. Would you do me a favor this morning, would you look at the person who is seated beside you and would you say to them, you are a leader? Now, the, the fascinating thing from my perspective of watching you say that to one another is how many of you just sort of chuckled when somebody told you that you were a leader, okay? And, and I, I think there's some significance to that, and that is that for many people, they do not consider themselves to be a leader, okay? Uh, Most of us consider ourselves to be followers. Very few people consider themselves to be leaders. And yet, I want you to understand today that you are a leader. And we're going to sort of unpack what that means to be a leader today. But I want you to remember this. You are a leader, and we're going to talk about what that means today. But you know, for many people, it's hard for us to hear somebody uh, say that we're a leader. We, we oftentimes recognize people as a leader because they have a particular title or a particular position. And, but then there are people who are sometimes given a task. And when they are given a task and a responsibility to complete, they become a, a de facto leader there are other people, and this may be the case in your own life, that you are seen as a leader simply because the people around you view you as a leader for them. So, whether you want to acknowledge it or not this morning, you are a leader. And that means you need to think about where are you leading people? Because we all know that there are good leaders and there are bad leaders, and we want to pay attention to the people that are leading us. And as leaders, we want to pay particular attention to where we are leading other people. Now, sometimes we just need to hear someone tell us that we are leaders. Sometimes we need, we need someone to picture a future for us in a way that helps us to see ourselves as those leaders. And that's what I believe Zechariah started doing on the day that his son John was born. And here is our scripture lesson for today from Luke chapter 1, verse 76. Read this along with me this morning. You, my child, will be called a prophet of the Most High, for you will go on before the Lord to prepare the way for him. We are blessed when we have someone in our life who is always reminding us of who we are. If you have someone in your life who is reminding you who you are on a daily basis, you are a blessed individual. And really what I want to do this morning is to affirm in each of you and to remind you that who you are and what your responsibility is as a leader in this world. And to do that this morning, we're going to take the words that Zechariah spoke to his son, uh, John, and we are going to apply them to each and every one of you. So, here's where we're going to go today. We're going to start by talking about the fact that you are a prophet. You are a prophet. Now, how many of you have ever had somebody tell you that you're a prophet? Oh, one person. Yeah, very good. Okay. Nobody else? Ah. What if I told you that you were all prophets? Now, y'all probably have this idea. When you hear the word prophet, you probably think of somebody who sits on top of a mountain and, you know, communes with God all day long and then every once in a while says something intelligent. Sort of reminds me of what Bobby is like, right? But, uh, but, but when you think about it, you think about a prophet and you, you get these strange ideas in your head about what a prophet is. But, but I want to give you a very simple definition of a prophet. A prophet is someone who speaks the truth of God to other people. A prophet is someone who speaks the truth of God to another person. So that's why I think you are all prophets, because you can all speak, And you all know other people who need to hear the word of God. So, today, you are a leader because you are a prophet. And as disciples of Jesus, whether we realize it or not, you serve as one who speaks the truth of God to other people. Now, I've had a lot of conversations with people recently who I believe are seeking God's truth in their life. And, and, and really, I think it's a reflection, it's a true reflection of what is going on in our world today. I mean, I really think and believe that people want to know that they can hear from God. People want to know what does God have to say about my life? What does God have to say about our lives together? What does God have to say to our world today? People want to hear from God, and people are looking for godly wisdom. I mean, just think about Think about what you've had to navigate in this past week, or think about what you're going to have to navigate in the week to come. You need godly wisdom. And when you need godly wisdom, you need somebody who is going to speak God's truth into your life. So you're a prophet. You are one of the people that somebody will be seeking answers from that will compel them to act. That's what a prophet does. Now, listen, Christmas is a great opportunity to be a prophet. I mean, one of the things that that always amazes me uh, uh, when you come to like a Christmas Eve service is how many people show up that never show up inside of a church any other time of the year. But people will show up on Christmas Eve, And why? Because they're searching for something. They're looking for something. They're hungry for something. And I love the fact that people who don't show up any other time are willing to show up in church on Christmas Eve because they get to hear that God loves them. They get to hear that there is a God who wants to walk beside them day in and day out. And here's the best part about this. You know someone who will come to a Christmas Eve service with you if you just invite them. Statistically, we've been told over and over and over again that the majority of people in our world will come to church if somebody asks them. The problem is that nobody ever asks them. So maybe you can be a prophet by inviting someone to join you at Christmas Eve this year. But here's the other thing that always confounds me about Christmas. That when you drive down the street, you will see house after house after house that has put out all sorts of light displays for Christmas. All sorts of things that help us to, to get in the mood for Christmas and And when you drive by those houses, how many of those people inside actually know what they're doing when they put lights outside, when they decorate a Christmas tree inside their home, How many people really understand that when you're putting all those lights outside, you're coming to the very core of the message of Christmas, that the light has broken into the darkness of this world? You and I have more opportunities as disciples of Jesus to initiate or to respond to what is going on in people's lives because during the season of Advent and Christmas, more people are open to receive what they are trying to understand this season is all about. You have the opportunity to be a prophet in somebody's life. And today, I want to remind you, don't miss the opportunity. Don't miss the opportunity that is going to be presented to you today, tomorrow, sometime later this week, to speak a good word into somebody's life because you are listening intently to what people are talking about. You are listening intently about the questions that they are asking about life and that you are prepared to share a good word into their life. Now, I want to tell you something about this. Being a prophet, you don't always see immediate results. You don't always see immediate results, but as a prophet, when you speak into somebody's life, you are playing a small part of what God wants to do in somebody else's life. And that leads us into the second thing. So, Zechariah said to his son, John, he said, you will be a prophet. Then he said, you will go before the Lord. Now, Zechariah, in saying this to his young son, is really taking his cue from the prophet Isaiah. And we read this earlier, but let me read it again. In Isaiah chapter 40, it says, In the wilderness, prepare the way for the Lord. Make straight in the desert a highway for our God. Every valley shall be lifted up, every mountain and hill made low. The rough ground shall become level, and the rugged places a plain." Now, the, the image that we see dis- displayed here in, in what Isaiah is talking about is something that people in the ancient culture understood. Because when a ruler would travel from one place to another, uh, he would send an advance team ahead. Because when somebody is carrying you on, their sh- on your shoulders, when, when you are carrying a king in your buggy to go someplace, you don't want the king to get upset because you are tripping in a hole because you have to go up the hill you want everything to be smooth and so just like a pendot crew they you and i are sent ahead we are sent to go before the lord to smooth out the way You and I are called to smooth out the way for Jesus to come into people's lives. And what that means is that that for some of us, we are going to go ahead of Jesus, and we are going to fill up the potholes. Some Some of us are going to smooth some of the bumps in the road. But you and I have a responsibility as a part of God's advance team to prepare the way for King Jesus to come into people's lives. See, the role of a prophet often means that you, you are, you are a, a partner with the Holy Spirit in preparing the lives of other people. You are literally a part of the prevenient grace, the grace of God that, that is wooing us, that is drawing us into a relationship with Jesus. And, and, and it's fun to be on the advanced team. Now, here's the interesting thing. You might be on the advanced team, but you may never recognize what you've prepared now let me let me tell you a little bit about this. Okay, I'm going to talk from my perspective as a pastor. Um, in 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 36 years of ministry, I've had a lot of conversations, shared a lot of things from from my life and in other people's lives, and you know, every once in a while, somebody comes back to me and says something along the lines of, "Do you know that one time you said? Do you know what that did in my life?" And I'm, sometimes I'm like, I don't remember saying that. See, sometimes the people who are on the advance team, they never get to see when the king comes. But they have a key role in making the preparations ahead of time. They go before. They may never see what happens later on, but they have the opportunity to prepare the way. There's a a particular passage in the New Testament where where the Apostle Paul is talking about the role of of leaders within the church, and he says, some of us are called to, to plant. We plant the seed in people's lives. Some, some of us are called to water that seed, And then he says, some of us have the opportunity to harvest that which has grown. Now, here's what I want you to hear today. You are going before what God is going to do in somebody's life. As a prophet of God, you don't even begin to recognize what God is doing through you until maybe years later when somebody tells you the part that you had to play in their life. I was just talking with another pastor just this this week, and we were talking about this, this simple fact that everybody has the opportunity to impact somebody's life for a season. Sometimes it's short, sometimes it's long. Sometimes we we see the whole process laid out in front of us, and sometimes we just get a little glimpse. But we, we know that we play a part in going before what God is going to do in somebody's life. As I was working on the sermon, I, I took a break and was scrolling through Instagram, and I found this quote from, from Heather Thompson Day, and, and she said something, and when I read it, I'm like, boy, this fits right in here. And, and here's what she said, and I, and I don't want you to miss this. So, so is there a slide with this, with this quote? Maybe I didn't make one. No, I didn't. So go ahead, don't just go back. Um, here's what she said. She said, I don't want to live my life so focused on the doors God may open for me, listen, that I miss the people standing behind the doors I was supposed to open with God. Now, if you have your Bible app, I know it's in the Bible app. It's it's listed in there, but, but listen to this quote one more time. I don't want to live my life so focused on the doors god may open for me that i may miss that i miss the people standing behind the doors i was supposed to open with god see i I think that you and i sometimes get so caught up in our day-to-day life that we can miss the opportunities that god has placed in our lives because we get so focused on ourselves That we don't see the people who need us to prepare the way. And and that's one of the things we find out about John the baptizer, is that he never let his ego get in the way of shining the light on Jesus. He never let his ego get in the way of shining the spotlight on Jesus. If you go home today and read John chapter, or excuse me, Luke chapter three, you, you can read a little bit more about the story of of, of John the Baptizer. But, but he was always un, under the impression that this isn't about me. This is about what what Jesus wants to do, and I am just a part of going before the Lord. So, you are a prophet, you are going before the Lord, and you are preparing the way. You, as an advanced, a member of God's advance team, as a prophet, you are preparing the way for what God is doing in people's lives. And, and this is the fun part about being the prophet in people's lives, is that you get to partner with what God is already doing in people's lives. It's fascinating when you read the account of John's life later on in, in, Luke's, in Luke's gospel. John, John prepared the way for Jesus by calling attention to our need for a Savior. Now, John was a strange man. John, John lived out in the desert. He wore camel hair, uh, outfits, and he ate locusts and honey. He was an interesting kind of guy and when he was talking and the way he was living he was drawing attention to himself but but ultimately when people came to see him he listened to what they were talking about he listened to the needs that they had he started to point the way to Jesus and as he did that he called people to change their lives so, if you go back to Luke chapter 3, you can read these story, the story of, of how different groups of people came. There were religious leaders who came to John who wanted to understand what's God doing in our world today, and, and John told them what they needed to do. There were soldiers who came, and, and John, John told them how they were to transform their lives. There were ordinary people who came, and, and John told them that they needed to transform their lives. You see, what John was doing to prepare the way for Jesus was to call people to a new way of life. A a, a way to live which values and serves other people. You read that in Luke chapter 3, you can see that coming through clearly. And, And what we can learn from John's preparing the way for Jesus is to consider how does my life, how does your life direct other people to want to know more and to live in such a way as to create that kind of curiosity in other people's lives? Are you you a curious person, like John the Baptist, who understood that your life had the opportunity to lead others to Jesus? See, you and I have a very simple role in this life, and that is to prepare the way for Jesus. And that's what we're called to do, We're called to fulfill these words that Zechariah spoke to John when he said, you are a prophet of the Most High. You will go on before the Lord to prepare the way for him. And that's our role during this Advent season. Our role is to speak. Our role is to go before. Our role is to prepare the way. And when we do these things, we will bring good news to a weary world. We will call people to transform lives. We will prepare the way for Jesus to be in a relationship with all the people that God loves. What's fascinating about the the account of John the Baptist's life is that that he and others were were calling attention to Jesus before anybody even knew about Jesus. Jesus. And the challenge before you and I today is to prepare the way for Jesus to break through into the lives of people and into our communities so that people and places experience God's love and justice. So may I invite you to do two things, to keep your heart open, your eyes attentive, your ears open, To the people who are standing behind the doors that god is inviting you to walk through because when you walk through those doors you will be the prophet of the most high you will be going before the lord and you will be 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 preparing the way for him to come into somebody's life join me in a word of prayer lord jesus we thank you today That in our role as prophets, you help us to share your good news with the world around us. Lord, however that opportunity may come to us today, tomorrow, in the week, or of the month, in the year to come, Lord, we just simply want to make ourselves available. And Lord, we need you to remind us, and we need everyone to remind us of the role that we play. So, as we take on that role, may we live into the life of John as we seek to be one who prepares the way for Jesus' intervention into the lives and the life of people in this world. We pray it all in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for joining us on the Lingostown Life podcast. If this message was meaningful to you, we hope you will leave a review and share it with others. If you want to know more about our church or would like to attend a service or community event, find out more on www.lingostownlife.org. God bless you and may you go forth and love God and love others.